Welcome to episode four of Iconoclast Tribe. This is David Avedon. Here with me is Neil Martin. And we have been discussing... What have we been discussing? <laughs> <laughs> we, we've been talking about a few different things, but I mean, in the last episode, you, you were talking very much about, you know, David versus Goliath. Right. Yeah, and it wasn't so much David versus Goliath as it was David not going along with the crowd. And the crowd was a... The crowd at that time was the army. And and funny enough, in the army were three of David's brothers, three of his older brothers. And uh, they weren't doing squat. But David went to bring them some food that their father sent. And then he heard, overheard Goliath and and all of that going on. And so he was brought before King Saul, and King Saul tried to throw his armor on David and make him, you know, let's here, let me make you a mini-me, which is what society tries to do. I'm not doing my life, but here, why don't you act like me, and you not do your life, but you try to do my life because I'm not doing my life. It can be a massively generational thing as well, right? You can see this. You can see, like, the the son of the father of or the the daughter of the mother that tries to live the dreams of the parent and you can see this like I, i've met people that when you talk to them through their their family tree mm-hmm. there's been a story of this of like you know the the grandparent tried to live what the great-grandparent had dreamt of and then the parent tried to live what the grandparent had dreamt of and it's like it's gone down through the generations where every generation is trying to live the expectations of the generation before them rather than going actually like what serves me exactly did you have you seen that um animated movie coco yeah 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 that's a that's a perfect rendering of that very thing it's like we're not musicians we hate music we are shoemakers, and that's what you're going to be. And yet here he is. He won't. He, in all of his heart, he just wants to play, yep. and that that's that very thing. Yeah, it's interesting actually. I mean, I I, I grew up. Um, you know, you might guess from the accent if you haven't been listening to previous episodes. But I didn't grow up in the U.S. I grew up in the U.K. and I grew up in a city called Southampton, which is a port town. Okay, it's a port city. So you know, my my dad was a stevedore, a docker. I had uncles that worked in the docks. My grandfather worked in the docks. Like loads and loads of my family worked in the docks. And as a kid, my natural assumption was, I'll work in the docks. You know, regardless of what hopes and dreams and things I may have, hey, I'll end up working in the docks because that's what everybody does here. That's what the men in this family and in this town do. I had a huge paradigm shift on that when, you know, during the 1980s, there were lots of redundancies taking place in the docks and lots of my family stopped working in the docks, right? It it all shifted like in the space of weeks or months. And, you know, my, my dad actually ended up starting his own company, which then got me going, hmm, okay, maybe I could do that at some point in the future. Now, I was an employee for a long time and then I eventually became an entrepreneur and started doing my own thing. But it, you know, it's very, very easy for us to go, okay, this is what my family has always done, so it must be the right thing for me to do. And if we go back to the, like the overarching theme of religion and religious icons, how much is the religion of the parents passed to the children? Same thing with politics. You know, how many people, what they vote for is really what their parents voted for. 
not necessarily what fits their their views on life, not necessarily what fits their opinion, not necessarily what fits and supports the lifestyle they're trying to create, but rather is, hey, my, my, my dad voted for this, my mum voted for this, my grandparents voted for this, I must vote for this or I will no longer fit my family. You see that over and over and over through generations. And it is, there is this overarching pressure to be like dad. Right now, uh, here in the U.S., there's a there's an advertisement that they play during the football games. And uh, it's a Dr. Pepper ad. And no, I'm not getting any kickback or funding from Dr. Pepper. But... There's this dad, and he's got half of his face painted one color and half the other, and his wife has the same. And then you shoot down to the kid, and the kid's like maybe a year and a half old, and his face is painted the opposing team color. And there's this dialogue between the dad and the son, and the the son basically tells dad that his team is overrated and they're underachievers. But the point being is... All of a sudden, somebody says, no, I'm not okay to keep walking the same path of of my ancestors. And that usually causes some strife and division within the family, maybe even an excommunication. I mean, you look at Jesus, he shows up in this, I mean, he was a rebel. I mean, you look, people talk about, oh, Jesus, and they show this weak guy and all that. But the reality is, is if you look, he stood up against the entire culture and said, hey, this isn't, this isn't true. This isn't right. Now, he didn't say it like that because I sound really wimpy. Well, this isn't true. And he's like, you snakes, bunch of vipers, liars. He's like, you not only keep yourself out of the kingdom of heaven, but you shut the door to anybody trying to enter. And that's that whole thing is where... W- Looking back at iconoclast is breaking that religious tradition, even if that religious tradition is in the family. And when I say religion, I don't just mean a theocracy. I'm talking about any belief system that tries to compel a person to remain non-unique. Okay, I'll forget my hopes and dreams. I'm just going to do... I'm going to let my parents live vicariously through my life or my grandparents or whatever, as we touched on with Coco. You know, it's generations of like, no, you are not going to be a musician when everything in him couldn't just wanted to express music. And that's what we saw with David. David is, I'm not okay with this giant out here. I'm not okay with him talking down about God. I'm not okay with him talking down about Israel. So you can you can insert anything in there. It doesn't have to be national or or theology. It could be anything that says what you believe is stupid. Who you are doesn't matter. Because it says when David approached Goliath, Goliath looked and saw he was but a youth, and he says he despised him and began to curse him by his gods. And David's like, run your chops, dude, because I'm about to put the smack down on you. And that's exactly what he did. But how, how many giants of industry, titans of industry, if we had, 
where there's like the young startup company that comes in, does the same thing, right? Because they know their values, they know the thing they're going to do, they know the way they're going to do it, and it's different from what everybody before them has done, and that's actually why it works. Now, there's many, many people that come in and try and do something completely different and fail. So it's not like every time you try to go against the norm, you're going to win. But, you know, if you went back, what, 20 years ago, and you said, hey, we're going we're gonna to get rid of having, you know, taxi cabs on the street, and we're just going to grab a, a phone... And we're going to basically call a stranger who's going to come in their own car and pick us up. Like, that idea would have been ludicrous. Whereas now, you know, Uber is, is everywhere, right? Right. You know, and it's... Everybody's, a, everybody's an Uber driver if you want. Hey, you want a job today? I mean, it's like, here's the economy. You can If you have a car and you have a license, guess what? you got a job. But you're right. 20 years ago, people would have been like, what? It's like Airbnb. Oh, you can rent your house out to complete strangers. What? No. <laughs> yep. But now everybody's doing it. People are buying numerous houses and doing it just for that thing. I, I, a new one I came across recently, actually. Um, when I was booking airport parking, okay, there is now an airport parking company. Uh, I don't know where, they, where it originates from, but it certainly exists in the UK, that you can actually get paid to leave your car at the airport rather than paying to leave your car at the airport. Because they rent your car out while you're on vacation, while you're away. See? Now, again, that idea, like five, ten years ago, okay, I'm going to go away, I'm going to rent my car out? Like, no way. But hey, depending on what your car is and how precious you are about it, you know, why not? I don't know. (laughs) That that, that one's a stretch for me because... (laughs) I know guys who are like when they're renting a car, there's there's no such thing as a speed bump. Yeah, drive, <laughs> drive it like you stole it. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, but but you you make a valid point. Is every every generation we look at how huge and, and quote unquote iconic Apple is now? But Steve Jobs started that in a garage with what's his? Uh, yeah, with um, Steve Wozniak. Yeah, Wozniak. I always want to say Wozniak. <laughs> and I told him, no, that's, that's off Monster, Monsters, Inc. But, but they started off, who was the monster? Who was the titan then? IBM. Yep. But IBM couldn't get into the personal market, the personal computing market, because they were so used to dealing with, with corporations. IBM, international business machine, not home computing so what they do they did just what you said and now here they are i mean walk into any any mall where there's an apple store and it's constantly a throng of people in there yep so effectively david became goliath right somewhat because but the whole thing still comes back to being uniquely you. And if somebody copies you, not because you tell them to, but because they haven't found who they are, or because somebody else... And it's interesting. If you look in the world of Christianity, Jesus didn't come to, to start some another religion. He came to tell people, look, you've got it all messed up. This is relational. This isn't about a bunch of do's and don'ts. He's like, this is about 
being relational with God and with who you are. And that's what David was showing them. Because So if you, if you take it a step further, so David hits Goliath with a stone. It doesn't kill him, but it says it sank into his forehead. Goliath falls. David runs over, takes Goliath's sword, and cuts Goliath's head off. Then exactly the next minute, all of the Philistine army flips out. It says they saw that their champion was dead, and they dropped everything and ran for the hills. And the Israeli army gave chase and it says that they killed them all along the way all the way back to the Philistine city of Gath. They weren't even fighting. The Philistines were being it, it was just like the Israeli army was shooting fish in a barrel. There was no fight. It wasn't a fight. And that's what happens when somebody stands up against the status quo of let's just continue to be like everybody else and then a David shows up a Jesus shows up and says how about not and then everybody not everybody but they see the giant fallen and then hey we can do this it doesn't even take it doesn't take courage to chase an enemy who's running from you and you've got a spear and he doesn't that's not courageous you're heavily armed he's not so it's funny because David went out against the impossible and he slayed the giant, but then everybody else were just chasing down cowards. I think that's a great place for us to pause and come back in the next episode. I think in the next episode is all about chasing down cowards. How are you doing that or how are people doing that around you? If you like the sound of that, we'll see you in the next episode chasing down cowards in the meantime if you've enjoyed this episode make sure you subscribe on itunes and you leave us a five-star review we will love you for doing that and we'll see you next week